folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast, Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Hey, and night. Gonna eat the chip, gonna barf on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Curie Poindexter here with your boy. It's Bob, it's Bob, it's time. And today on... What may be the final episode of the Small Package Podcast. We are taking the Pocky Tortilla Chips hashtag one chip challenge as punishment for me winning WrestleMania predictions, I guess. Uh, why did I agree to do this? We're going to recap WrestleMania. We're going to recap uh, NXT TakeOver. We're going to talk about Raw and we're going to talk about SmackDown and we're going to do the, the Superstar Shakeup. Oh yeah, the Superstar Shakeup. So much news and we're going to do all of it while an excruciating pain for your enjoyment. Hooray! All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Package! How's it going, Bob? Dude, you know it's good. You know it's good over here. So, you guys just listened to our normal intro, where we do the, hey, it's your boy. And you were probably expecting to go straight into this chip challenge, weren't you? Here's a little problem with that. Corey had a problem with that. Corey, Corey did have a problem with that. So we did the one chip challenge. Uh, it's on our Facebook. If you go to uh, facebook.com backslash small package POD, you will see the video of that. And we were recording podcast audio for the one chip challenge. It was brutal. It was, it was fucking brutal, dude. And, uh, Man, I gotta tell you, dude, it was it was fucking hot. It was fucking hot, and Bob, like a trooper, tried to carry the podcast for the 20, 25 minutes that we were on Facebook Live, and uh, it couldn't be done. I oh, just would not let me let me talk. It's not that I did it. On, it's not like I didn't let you talk on purpose. Oh no, you just couldn't be quiet. It 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 was bad. So here's the dealio. Uh, we have the audio from that. It's not as interesting as the video. It's really for not. sure. It's just Corey cussing and me trying to ramble about WrestleMania. So I'm going to go ahead and post that audio. What do you think? You think at the end of this podcast? Sure. Or do you think a separate standalone? Let's just do it at the end. So at the end of this podcast, we're going to play the damn music, not the damn music, the damn uh, audio from the One Chip Challenge. But we were not able to get almost any wrestling talk in. Um, it was bad. Uh, that being said, it was a lot of fun. And shout out to Pocky for making a delicious but painful chip. You're going to call it delicious? Bold. You know what? It, it was tasty. For the couple of seconds I could taste, <laughs> it, was a tasty, it was a tasty peppery chip. Um, but... We we decided it was better than trying to power through in pain, especially me being in pain, uh, and not being able to accurately talk about what a 
fucking monumental week of wrestling we had uh we decided to post that audio at the end of the show so you could still listen to it and enjoy it uh like i said i think honestly the better way to do it might be to go to facebook live uh or the the replay of that on our facebook um or if you really want the full immersion experience try to sync them up Uh uh-huh have the better audio but with the better visual it's a good time so anyway let's get to it and i think that we should i think before we tried to start with wrestlemania but uh oh thanks we're reading the comments on the facebook video um i think we should start with nxt's takeover orlando um just gotta say not gonna go through the whole card the sanity match was fun uh you know, Cassius Ono was a, was a nice surprise replacing, uh, no way Jose, um, Ty Dillinger, Roderick strong, Cassius Ono and, uh, Ruby riot. Good match with sanity. Uh, big demo, uh, Killian Dane. They're calling him down there. Uh, was, was fantastic. He was also called up for the Andre, the giant. Um, it was a really fun match. Uh, and, uh, Oscar, uh, retained against Ember Moon and Bobby Roode retained against Shinsuke Nakamura. Both of those good matches. I heard mixed reviews online, a lot of positives, some negatives, um, but both those are good matches. But the thing we need to talk about, Bob is authors of pain DIY and revivals, triple threat elimination match, because yes. that match was that insane. Game, that match was as the kids say lit. It was, uh the authors of pain man those two dudes are just fucking huge big uh and huge they're bigly and and so the one the one problem i had with the match you know some amazing spots watching watching like uh revival and diy team up mm-hmm. to do each other's finishers was great uh some really great moments but uh they they really should have they really should have kicked out revival first. Uh, I felt like the crowd really died uh, when DIY was eliminated first, and I certainly lost a little bit of interest. Mm. Um, if they just you know knocked the revival out first, I felt like DIY you know still getting squashed you know at the end by Agents of Pain. Right. Uh, but spoilers still. Great, great match, and so many cool moments between the tag teams. Like you were just saying, you know, have, trading a member of DIY and Revival, and having these mixed groups do each other's teams' finishers was cool. A lot of the just Revival is so good at the heel psychology in the ring. Yeah, you know, just the way that they handle tag in and tag outs, mm-hmm. and. You know, when they went to the corner and, and you know, Ciampa was trying to make the tag, he needed to get out of the match, and they just jumped down off the apron or like, nope, you're in this alone, buddy. It was, I mean, they're so good. That match was has so many great moments in it that you just wished it went on a little longer, but uh, Authors of Pain retain, and that's all she wrote for oh, NXT TakeOver yeah. for our review. Um, there were some other matches, but it's it is what it is. We're not go, we're not here to review every single match. However, Maybe. WrestleMania WrestleMania is one of those exceptions where we'll we'll go through the card because my God, what a WrestleMania this was! New Day is hosts 
were not there as much as I thought they'd they, be. They had two segments, the opening and, the and then before the tags. And that one was the better moment, obviously. But, well, sure. For reasons um, we get into. And uh, The Rock didn't come. No Rock. Really surprising. I mean... I, no I, Rock or Sock. Certainly no connection. <laughs> Although I have to say, I, I, I honestly wonder if maybe he was there, but then just was like, well, if I can't have a 20-minute segment where I light my name on fire... I mean, I'll just hang out in the back. Let you guys shine. So Neville opens up the show against uh austin aries and man they put on they put on a good good little match it was like 15 minutes uh one of the longer cruiserweight matches we've seen and like in the wwe there was no way with some of the stuff that happened on the card that it could steal the show but from a a performance standpoint just the in-ring work it 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 really had a contender to be one of the top matches of the night it's for sure uh solid both guys put on some really great spots uh you know kind of sold the eye injury again oh yeah and uh neville also did Neville's something i love fucking champ he did something i loved where he climbed up to the top teased the red arrow and when the crowd popped for it no that's popped. what he did on raw the next night was that what it was yeah because he hit the red arrow on mania Ah, uh, right. This but he against Mustafa Ali. The next oh, night. right, right, right. That's I'm getting it confused. Sorry, buddy. Well, I just sound dumb now, dude. But it's hard when there was there was actually. So the kickoff show was two hours. Uh, the main card was five ish. A little over. It went a little over. Mm-hmm. So like we'll just round down and say five. So we're at seven. Then Raw was one, two, three. We're at ten. SmackDown was one two. I watched Whoa. I watched the one hour post raw thing. Thirteen. Uh two oh five live. Fourteen. Which I don't remember anything about. Talking Smack, which I also fourteen and a half ish. Plus well we'll we'll add that half hour for Mania. Okay. So fifteen. Um not to, I mean, just right there is fifteen NXT. hours. I didn't watch NXT. What if I had some of it. Oh yeah, takeover? Oh, takeover. Yeah. I fucking I was starting at WrestleMania no. Sunday. Takeover was like two and a half. So I watched at least seventeen and a half hours. I watched at least this week seventeen and a half hours of wrestling. So it's hard to remember every fucking uh-huh. detail. Not to mention the like probably two hours of podcasts that I've listened to recapping various things and the like at least hour or two of YouTube videos I've watched just to get other like you know feel out other opinions on Uh these things my god you know how do you keep it all straight you say Corey poindexter consummate professional how do you manage and the answer is i don't he doesn't and i drink that's why i have to correct him all the time anyway um but it was a great match between austin and neville and neville retained yes uh then it was the under the giant memorial battle royal which as i was trying to get into while we were eating the chip uh, which you'll hear him try later braun Strowman and uh big show both came out everyone was like oh man it's gonna be them two left in the ring gonna be one of those guys (laughs) and then they were both like pretty unceremoniously chucked early on in the match it was uh i mean they both got their offense in they both threw over a couple dudes but like they both just 
got ganged up on and chucked and like that was that and i guess that's big show's wrestlemania career by it was it was not it was not great i mean after because after after show got tossed and then Strowman got tossed we were like looking at who's left in the ring and we went i mean okay probably Sami Zayn. uh-huh he felt like the one to get the push from this. And then there's like eight dudes left and then Sammy goes. And so now we're looking at the ring going, I mean, who are they going to push? It's and certainly not going to be Jinder Mahal, who was one of the guys left. And then we noticed that Gronkowski, uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, New England Patriots tight end, who is friends with Mojo Raleigh IRL, uh, was at ringside causing a commotion. And when it got down to... I think three people. I think it was Jinder, Mojo, and one other. Uh, big Demo. That's right. So, Demo's down in the ring. He wasn't out yet at this point. And Jinder went under the bottom rope with Mojo and was beating Mojo Raleigh up um, near Gronkowski. And Gronk, you know, pitched a fit, and then Jinder took his beer and threw it at him. Uh-huh. Which incensed Gronkowski... Yeah, yeah, got in the ring, did the move. Real quick, cheered. when he got over the barricade, um, there was a there was a security guard. Yeah, it's a small blonde woman who rushed over and was like, legitimately doing her job because apparently nobody told her that Gronkowski was going to get in this match. So she is. Which first off, that's also another point with these like celebrity running spots. Don't they ever ever think that maybe that encourages the random drunk? people to who who rush the stage to do it no because they're not rob gronkowski no but if, okay, no but this is what i'm gonna say if you're not a football fan if you're not a football fan you don't know who this guy is that's fair he's just a guy and like he i mean yeah sure they do plants but like you know unless it's like somebody who's clearly a big time star true you don't necessarily know that that's a star and that they're supposed to be there. So for you, if you're, and especially if you're inebriated, let's let, let's be real. If you're drunk in the front row and you see some dude go, I'm going to save Mojo Raleigh. I'm going to go in there and sh- fucking running shoulder block Jinder Mahal. You might get the courage to go. You know what? I fucking hate Jinder Mahal. I'm going to go get a piece of that too. Don't they ever consider that? And that poor security girl woman, she's trying to do her goddamn job. She's trying to stop some drunk dude from getting over that barricade. And she 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 tried. But unfortunately, the power of the Gronk was too much for her. Right, she's also trying to stop one of the NFL's best tight ends. So. And also, he, the power of the Gronk, too much for gender with that running shoulder block. Uh, and then Mojo Raleigh is your Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royale. Yeah, so I guess this pretty much confirms that he's getting a singles push and the hype bros are kaput. And uh, also, uh, just to interject that in here, bit of news, Vaude villains are also kaput. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll you get gotta to that. got to interject there. Uh, I don't know. What terrible transitioning. Uh, well, because... Okay, last match, of the, last match of the... IC show is for the IC title because they had to put it somewhere and they moved the women to the main card, um, which we'll get to, uh, but both Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin came out, both looked pretty upset that they had to go on the pre-show both put on an 
okay match. Average at uh, best. I mean, we we know that they can do better. Uh, it would have felt really good. They probably had a better match planned out that got cut for time slash got thrown on the pre-show. I honestly felt like their match would have been and a they good need, match on Raw on SmackDown. Yeah, it would have been a fine main event on SmackDown. But on on WrestleMania, it just felt flat. But also, like their match, I know on SmackDown on Tuesday they had a street fight, but like, you know, like Corbin pinned Ambrose underneath a fucking forklift. Like, yeah. they can't just have a match to hash this out. This needs to be like a fucking brawl and a half to, for them to. And it wasn't. It wound up just being an average it, fight. Regular match. So Ambrose clearly like they're going to have some kind of like no DQ match at some pay-per-view. That's going to be the actual blow off for their feud. Ambrose retained. And I felt like that might have been the wrong call considering the push they're giving to Corbin. And I didn't think that it would have really hurt Dean. But they decided to keep the belt on him for... No, like I said, like I said, they're gonna they're gonna keep this feud going, and then Corbin will get his belt. And after a rough, nasty fight, yeah. Uh, then we get to the main card, and the show opens up. I mean, I, I hate to say surprisingly because there were just so many matches on this card, but the, uh-huh. show, the show opens with AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. And this may have been my favorite match of the night, to be honest. It definitely exceeded my expectations. It I'll was say great. That. It was it was a lot of fun. Shane put on a really good show. Um, he didn't do anything that made me go, "Oh my god, please don't die!" And I was yeah, no, that he actually just, was good. He just for hit me. a table spot. He did uh, shooting star press, which Impressive. looked really good. Um, a coast to coast, which was good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a really good match for both of them. Uh, I mean, obviously AJ Styles can put on a good match with a fucking blow up doll, but Shane Shane went Shane held his own. It was great, very entertaining. I I, I think everyone had a really good time with that match. Yeah, we had a packed house here too for that. We did that WrestleMania, and, and, and everyone was like, you know. The guys in the front, the girls go in the back and do crafts and hang out and drink wine. But the girls stayed out the whole night and watched the whole show because they had a good time with it. Which, speaking of which, at some point we'll have to get Lauren and Kayla on here to talk about their opinions of WrestleMania. Probably do that next week. Sure. Um, Because too much to get to today. Uh, Kevin Owens, Jericho. uh, I mean, wow. Just, Just the storytelling in this feud has been great. I've loved every minute of it. And Kevin Owens smacking around Jericho saying, you were never my friend. You have no friends. Mm-hmm. You're trash. Uh, some brutal spots in here, too. And, of course, I'd be remiss to not mention the finger of finger. God. Yeah, absolutely. The finger save. Yeah, he was. Jericho was pinning Kevin Owens. And uh, I think it was after a code breaker. Yeah. There were some gnarly counters in this match. Uh, and he did a code breaker. He went for the pin. One, two, and then Jericho with just the tip of his Kevin finger. Owens with what just did I say? the tip of his finger. Jericho. Oh, Kevin Owens with just the tip. I'm sorry. I'm also still a little discombobulated from that fucking chip. I feel a little woozy, TBH. I, I don't know if it was the, the chip or the almost half gallon of milk that I drank, but I'm feeling a little woozy. Anyway, uh, the tip of Kevin Owens' finger is what saved the match. Uh, he won 
and he took the U.S. belt to his future endeavors or whatever the fuck he does. I mean, yeah, Raw, probably. I don't know who they're going to put him in a feud with. I mean, I'm sure he's going to have a rematch with Jericho, probably a payback. Mm-hmm. But I don't That'll know. Probably where- be Jericho's go away match because he said he was going to be done in May. Right. I mean, at least for a while. Yeah. Um. So then Bailey and the women. Yeah, Bailey def- retains. Um, Nia went up first, which was to be expected. I thought yeah, maybe. yeah. I think we all saw the three women ganging up and taking out Nia quick uh, as inevitable, and it was, and it was fine. That's that's good storytelling because that's how it should have been. Then Sasha was eliminated, which is how I predicted it because I predicted that Sasha would help Bailey retain, would help Bailey retain, and then turn on her. You predicted that. Uh, that Charlotte, Charlotte would, would win. Go because yeah, I predicted. No, we had like the pretty much the exact same predictions, except for the winner. Yeah, I think you and I had saw, uh, Charlotte and Bailey switched. Yeah, uh, in the order, which our predictions are just right up there. If you want them, yeah. Anyway, uh, I was a little surprised that Sasha didn't turn on Bailey. I thought that that was what was almost guaranteed to happen. Um, one almost wonders if they didn't because we all expected it. True. I mean, who knows? Uh, but it all, it, you know, it also didn't come at all. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to turn a heel or when it's all up in the air, but Bailey retains. And then he maybe, I mean, I would say probably my favorite moment of the night. And, uh, my God, what a pop this was. So New Day comes out right before the triple threat ladder match, which we found out was a ladder match uh, between the club, Enzo and Cass, uh, and Seamus Sh- and Cesaro. Cesaro. C- they come out in their ring gear and say, hold up, players. This three-way is now a fatal four-way. And... Immediately, Kofi starts taking off his goofy hat and shoulder pads, and I I was pretty convinced that New Day were putting themselves into the match. Uh-huh. Because they didn't have a match, and so it's like, makes sense. Get them on the show. And then the Hardy Boys And the Hardys come out, and the place fucking erupts which i was listening to another podcast uh where they were at mania um but the one guy was watching um john pollock and waiting from the law we're talking about wrestlemania and john pollock was watching from up in the in the press box which is actually pretty soundproofed which seems like the one time you don't want to be in a soundproof booth is, is that, that mania? Yeah. Um, and he was like, he heard the pop through the glass a little bit, and he had his network feed up for like enhanced audio. Uh-huh. Um, but waiting said that he was down on the floor, and he was like, the feed, he the feed didn't do it justice because he was like, it was so. He was like, he said he almost can could never remember a bigger pop that he'd ever heard. Huh. Then, you know, a stadium full of smarks finding out that broken mats there yeah well unofficial i mean but you know what i'm saying um the delete chants were loud they came down to the ring they put on 
what may have been one of the coolest matches I've, I mean, it was a really great match, dude. Uh, and the thing is, the Hardys had put on a ladder match the night before. Yeah, it's and Ring of Honor against the Young Bucks. Did they lose the titles to the Young Bucks? Yes. Okay. But within within a month, they were the Impact Tag Team Champs. I'm wondering if on the podcast you guys can hear. There's like a traffic jam outside of my apartment with sirens. Uh, anyway. Uh, it was a little distracting for me, but they, within a month, they were the impact champions, the ROH champions and the WWE raw tag team. Champions. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, they jump, Jeff jumped off a 20 or 25 foot ladder through two bridged ladders. Uh, Seamus definitely took the worst of it because his ladder did not break. So instead he just took, well, no, cause, uh, he just got like the legs. Still, but did you see him on Raw when he was all bruised up and like? Oh, for sure. Like it his, had to have been a hell of a match. He was a bruised banana for sure. Um, but yeah, the Hardys wind up winning, and it was an absolute insane pop. Insane. Everyone was going nuts. Like I don't, I don't even really remember the match that much because I was too busy just like freaking out. And Corey and I, like, so yeah, we had a couple wrestling friends over, but mostly just like. People were like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll swing by for that. Which, by the way, was not how the party was planned. The party was planned to be only hardcore wrestling fans, but unfortunately, shout out to uh, Jamal, friend of the show, and uh, Phil, friend of the show, and Mike Marshall, friend of the show, uh, couldn't make it over for WrestleMania last minute, and so we filled their spots with some other friends who came over, and it was still a great time, but yeah, it was a, a mixed house in terms of half- wrestling fans and half not but you were saying yeah um so you and i were like the only ones going crazy freaking out uh and everyone else was just kind of like who are these guys why do you care so well, much mike mike hall shout out to well mike sure hall, mike but, but he, he wasn't, wasn't freaking out like we were no mike sits on the couch and watches wrestling and that's how he watches wrestling which is which is to each the room that's how mike hall Enjoys the wrestling product, but he definitely he pop. I feel like Mike popped on the inside. We can only hope, Mike. If you're if you're listening to this, let me know later so I can clarify on the podcast. I'm assuming he popped on the inside. But what you were saying it was fun. It was great. Definitely the highlight of the night. Uh, fun times. Then we had Cena and Nikki Bella for some fucking reason, basically squashing. Miz and Maurice. Yeah, I mean, the match was whatever. The proposal was whatever. We all saw it coming. Right. Um, it, rumor said that they were already engaged before it, but whatever. Who sure. Cares? It, it was a feel-good moment. And then... It was kind of a cool-off match. Whatever. And then in an unsanctioned street match, Big Daddy Trips rode a trike bike. So here's the surprising the thing I've seen, is that a lot of people didn't like this match. Yeah, I've seen a ton of people who. I thought it. it was fucking great. I I had a lot of fun. This is uh, this is something. Okay, I only have one complaint with it. Let's but. let's detour back to this in just a second. But on that note, I saw a lot of people hating on this WrestleMania. I saw I've heard a lot of opinions where people are like, "Oh, it was boring," or it was all WrestleMania moments for the casual fans, which is a whole argument about whether or not WrestleMania is for the the hardcore fans or not. But it's like people are making such a big deal about how do I put this? 
WrestleMania isn't necessarily about, yes, in some ways it's the quote end of the season, you know, where you're wrapping stuff up, but there's a lot of feuds that carry through WrestleMania. Uh It's the biggest spectacle. It's about the big moments. It's about big memorable stuff and it's about fun. That's how I look at WrestleMania. I always view WrestleMania as the show uh, that is about just fun moments. And the unsanctioned street fight was a fun moment. I mean, there's problems I had with it. And I'm sure you would agree. They, I felt like they didn't make enough about the personal feud between trips and Seth, and they made it more about the knee. Yeah. Um, they definitely didn't really sell the history of it, uh, but the video package did, but the match did not. Yeah. And I mean, I thought both guys, you know, they, they both looked like they were out for blood and they both felt like they're just trying to tear each other apart. Um, I thought it was a great match. Uh, my, my only problem was that we didn't see a new or returning finisher from Seth Rollins, which I kind um, of, why did he keep the pedigree? Cause if I he, mean, yeah, if his whole thing, you're was, going to be, you know, rebuilding and reclaiming yourself. And he kept saying, I want to go back to who I was before I met you. Then either bring back the curb stomp, which again, I understand why WWE doesn't let him do it anymore or do something else. Like stop being your shitty heel self. Who's, you know, Seth Rollins protege be your good face self. Who is your own dude? Like, but Seth Rollins won, which was really the only way I could see this match ending. Yes. And, uh, Agreed. So then the women SmackDown uh, match. Yeah, it was fine. It was whatever. Uh, Naomi won. Um, Which I, I kind of thought she would. Yeah, I think everyone, was, as soon as they saw her return at the SmackDown before Mania, was like, okay, well, I made she's the prediction back. She's going to win. I made the so. prediction of Mickey James on her prediction sheets just because I thought maybe they wouldn't and I might get points. But... I mean, yeah, we all kind of thought Naomi would win in Orlando. It was a cool moment. It was fine. Wasn't the greatest. Wasn't bad. It was like a six-minute match. Like It was what it was. It was a cool-down match, whatever. And Alexa looked good. Huh. So, no, I mean, like, in-ring. I mean, oh, but, sure. but she did look good. Uh, yeah. uh, Lesnar Goldberg. No, no. Uh, well, you're reading them out of order, then. Oh, wait. Because the women was the second-to-last match. Oh, shit. I did write it down out of order. My bad. I had Randy Orton and then Lesnar, oh. then Reigns. I guess I wrote it down wrong. You, yeah. Fuck. So, yeah, we'll do that. Lesnar Goldberg. So, Lesnar Goldberg happened. It was good. Uh, I like that it wasn't just a stupid squash. Uh, Lesnar obviously was going to win because Goldberg's done for now. Um, I actually enjoyed this match again a lot more than I felt like the yes, internet did. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to, uh, especially since it was more of like an actual, you know, wrestling match. It yeah. was not just like done. Lesnar's leapfrog was very, was very surprising. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was really only like four or five moves in the entire match, but they repeated some of them several times. The bear yeah, there was, what, was cool. Ten suplexes, so yeah, ten or ten or more. I think I think it was somewhere between like ten and twelve. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, it was great. I mean, it was fun it was for good. what it was. It was a good match. I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it again. It was fine. Not all the matches that happened at WrestleMania were necessarily like oh, like five star matches or like 
oh, like match of the year candidate. Uh, but a lot of them were fun. Yeah, they're good matches. And they're entertaining for what they were. Yeah. Um, sorry, I read these out of order, but uh, Randy Orton versus Bray, we'll talk about that. That was my... The, my two lowlights of the night were Miz and Maurice getting basically squashed and Bray Wyatt not getting his moment at WrestleMania. Yeah, this match was not great. It wasn't. Uh, first off, a lot of people, uh, again, people hating online, mm-hmm. a lot of people hated the the projections down onto the mat. So at, at three different moments, Bray was in the corner doing his like, Sister Spider Abigail, the, the sister Abigail tease thing, basically, and at that time Bray was or Randy was somewhere in the middle of the ring down, and they projected like images of bugs yeah, into the maggots ring, maggots and cockroaches and something else, worms, I think. Right, earthworms. Uh, anyway, uh, it was creepy. It was some kind of power thing from. Uh, Bray, mm-hmm. and I was into it. A lot of people thought it was stupid, but I was into it. My only problem is it didn't do anything. You have him being all creepy and everything, and then Randy's just like, okay, I'm gonna go wrestle you. Like, hit, show him being scared. Show him being affected. Like, if you're going to have Bray do some crazy shit, like... Right. Don't have it be fucking meaningless. Have like Randy like itching at his skin or like have him at least visibly be like, Bleh. like they had the ref like running out of the ring every time it would do it because he'd be like, oh shit, something's going on in the ring. I don't want right. to be in here. But like Randy would just be like, okay. Well, Randy Orton is also not my favorite when it comes to like he has to act. And then the match was just like, and it's done. Yeah, and then RKO. I mean, that's the RKO, I guess, but still, it's just like... It was was pretty anticlimactic ending. And also just disappointing that Bray didn't get a moment. The fans did not like this. Even though Randy was the face going into the match, the fans at WrestleMania did not react. No, everyone wanted fucking Bray to retain. And it's just... It just sucks that they didn't give him his moment. Also, it sucks that they didn't really give a reason for these bugs in the ring although i did hear i think it was on the cage side live thing where they were like what if the what if the digital snake that came down the ramp with randy had projected into the ring and ate the bugs like see at least that would have been like made sense something randy would have done something about it like he would have controlled the snake and eaten something like sure instead he was just like oh archaeo time is, 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 and then let's get to. Do we have to? We have to talk about the last match. Yeah. Roman and Undertaker had what may have been, while not the most disappointing thing of the night, maybe like the worst match of the card. Just botch wise. There's a lot of botch spots. There's a lot of spots where, you know, Taker fucked shit up, Roman fucked shit up. And we're always trying to defend Roman's wrestling ability, but he, I mean, it's half on take. Yeah, he was supposed, Roman seemed to have been leading and carrying this match, but it, you need a field general like that. You need someone like a Cena. If you have to have someone carry the match, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or somebody who's a bigger presence where they're carrying like Lesnar, where they're carrying the match 
doesn't necessarily have to be ring generalship. It just can be like physical presence carrying the match. And unfortunately, Roman doesn't have either of that. And the match was kind of a fuck fest. And it was not that entertaining. It felt very fucking slow. Yeah. I mean, a crawling. We get, we get that takers, you know, hella fucking hurt. And he's already getting his hip like completely replaced. But then why do the match? Because he wanted to. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, The coolest moment of it was good old JR came back. Good old JR. And I popped a huge for that. I was very excited that Jim Ross came down to call Undertaker's last match. Um, Which it really did feel like the only reason that they even had the match was because they knew he was retiring. Because he had no business being in that ring. Yeah. And I mean... like I'm just talking like athletic quality performance-wise. Like, he's done. And it sucks that this is kind of his last one. But... They didn't turn Roman heel. He was always going to have a last match at some point. And right. But they didn't turn Roman heel. <sighs> I don't, I hate, listen, I've had, I've had a lot of time to reflect on the argument of, but Roman is the perfect heel because the kids could cheer for him and we can all boo for him. And it's like, but, but like how a, a, how dumb do you think we are? But then B, more importantly, the fans aren't booing because they hate Roman. They're booing because they hate the decision of the product. And Roman is just sort of like a side effect of that. Like, I don't know. I It's, it's definitely frustrating that they just... Uh, I've tried... To just be okay with this whole like Roman tweener, like they don't turn him officially anything thing. But I don't know, man. This was the opportunity to take him heel and let him do some great work. I know you're just like fucking getting hard over Roman not being heel. It's just making you just going on over there. But. My thing is, isn't he a heel now? Did you see his fucking promo on Raw? I might have missed his promo. Oh, no, no, no the opening promo. It was the opening. He walks yeah, out, my yard gets now. booed out of the fucking building. Yeah. Every time he raises the mic to his hand, it was the crowd just boos the fuck out of him. It was great. It was like, went off for like 13 minutes. And they just goes, it's my yard now, and leaves. Like... That's a pretty heelish fucking promo. Yeah. I hope I hope that they I hope that they I I guess I was sort of hoping that he would have done something like post match breakout. Yeah, I know, but like what do you want him to do? They made it a no DQ match, so like slamming him with a chair, like maybe after his, the match they could slam him with a chair, yeah. but you you honestly want Taker his retirement, his walking out of the arena to be tarnished with Reigns smashing a chair over his head. Like Eh. it's a bad enough moment as is you want, you so desperately want to see Reigns heel turn that you want him to ruin undertaker walking out. I'd have been okay with it. I honestly would have, because it would have been like, at least I would have felt like something came out of it. But uh, you're right. The aggressive chair shots did were very heelish. His promo on Raw was heelish. I'm hoping that moving forward, they they just abandon the whole 
I'm not a good guy. I'm not a burger thing. I mean, I know he hasn't been saying it, but he's been acting it. Uh, Undertaker. In all fairness, that's kind of heelish. Yeah. Uh, my only thing is I just, I hope they stop presenting him as some kind of underdog. Yeah. Uh, so undertaker walks away. He leaves his hat, coat, everything in the ring gloves. Uh, sad moment. I got a little misty. I got to lie. And, uh, I think the thing that actually made me cry was like an hour or two later, somebody that I know was working WrestleMania and not John Moore. John Moore was working WrestleMania as well, but somebody else was working WrestleMania and posted a photo of when they were tearing down everything in the arena. Uh-huh. And the last thing that they tore down was the ring because of the gloves. And even then they tore down like the turnbuckles and left the canvas up. And the last thing they took out of the stadium was that gloves and coat. They like left. The, they took the ring, but left the, the stuff where it was. And it was just an empty fucking arena with just take your shit. And that's when somebody came to take it. And I was just like, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, so that was WrestleMania. I had a ton of fun, despite a couple of blemishes. I mean, I thought it was a fucking. I I would honestly. It was a great show. I wait, 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 Better than last. Oh yeah, last. You can't even compare. Last year's was such a fucking garbage show. I didn't even have fun at last year. No, this year's was really great. Really great. Really great show. From top to bottom, I was entertained. Uh, and uh, so that was the end of WrestleMania. And then uh, we, we are we just don't even have time to get into like Raw and SmackDown too much. But highlights, Angle is your new GM on Raw. Angle is GM on Raw. Great moment. Expected, but great moment. Uh, what else happened? Uh, the uh, promo. We, the, Finn, Finn Balor's back. He came back for the main uh, event. Revival debuted. They did. And they squashed the shit out of New Day. They they looked great, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you, like we were teasing at, the opening segment of Raw was 13 minutes of the crowd going apeshit on Roman Reigns, not letting him talk. Um, Jesus. Uh, Vince McMahon showed up. He did. With he a announced, major uh, the what is going to be like probably the last thing we talked about. Superstar. The superstar shakeup, uh, which will be a two night event uh, starting on Monday and going to Tuesday, I guess, uh, where they're just trading. It's not a full on draft, which I'm okay with. Yeah, no, I don't want a full on redraft, uh, but they are just kind of trading back and forth a couple people. It's. I mean, I think it's a good idea. I think the name's a little silly, but I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Refreshing up uh, each roster and give new feuds life mm. and all sorts of things. And uh, so then on SmackDown, on SmackDown we have two massive debuts. Oh yeah. Uh, first one is the Perfect Ten. Ty Dillinger. He comes out, uh, stomps on. Uh, Kurt Hawkins, right? Because sure, the perfect ten. That crowd was so hot for for fucking Ty Dillinger. They fucking popped and they tend everything. It was great. I'm so happy for him that he's actually on the main roster. I didn't. He was one of those people where I knew he'd be up for the rumble at the ten spot. Uh huh. But I honestly didn't know if they'd ever call him up from NXT. I thought he might have been a lifer. And then the big call up. To SmackDown, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, 
I thought you were talking about the big one. Ah. Ha-ha, but he did come back to help Bray. Yes, Eric Rowan is back with a creepy-ass fucking, like, steam goth gas mask. Steam goth. <laughs> uh, and Bray Wyatt wants to challenge Randy at some point in the near future to a House of Horrors match. House of Horrors match, which who knows what that is. They haven't talked about it. Baron Corbin won the IC title off of Ambrose. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. That wasn't a title match, I don't think. That yes. was just a street match. Yes, it was. That was a title. It was a title match because Corbin Corbin challenged him to another match for the IC belt, and Ambrose accepted on a WWE.com segment saying only if it was a street match. And Ambrose said, I beat you at WrestleMania for the title. I can beat you again for the title. And Corbin won the IC title off of Dean Ambrose. Two, that's what I was saying when we were talking about the match, and I said, yeah, they decided to keep it on Dean for two more days. Instead of giving Corbin the WrestleMania. I would be okay with Dean winning at WrestleMania if Dean did Current didn't. champion Dean Ambrose. It was a title match. They gave the title to Corbin. They gave the title to Corbin. I, I, I am... Hold on. Okay, Google. Dean Ambrose, Baron Corbin, Street Fight, Intercontinental Championship. Here's what I found. Yeah, he, he retained at WrestleMania 33. Thanks, Google. Oh, there's somebody screaming in my hallway. Uh... I thought that was for the internet intercontinental championship. No, it wasn't. I mean, you can they, keep telling me I'm wrong, but no, I I swear to God, they said it was for the IC title on SmackDown. Baron Corbin wins. CageSideSeats.com. Baron Corbin wins intercontinental title from Dean Ambrose in a street fight three days ago on Tuesday. I'm not crazy unless they went back on that, but they gave him the fucking title. Baron Corbin stood up with the IC belt. So uh, on WWE.com. I I this is this is <laughs> this is straight up a Berenstein Berenstain Bear situation because I watched Baron Corbin win. And now they've erased from WWE the fact that it was for the title. I mean, I don't know. WWE.com lists Dean Ambrose as being the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, I know. figure of any site that would be up to date. Yeah, I know. I I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. There's obviously some conflicting reports. But all accounts, except for that one news article, are pointing. But that's from, it's from, it's from Cageside which is a very, very reputable site. They do the live blogs. And like I said, I watched the show. They said it was for the Incontinental Championship. He held the belt up. I don't know. Maybe they're retconning this stuff. Maybe like, ah, nobody was watching. Um, okay, well, fuck it. Regardless, we're not going to spend much more time talking about this shit. Uh, other news. Uh, Simon Gotch was released. So the VOD villains are broken up. Rumors say that they're going to give Aiden English a push. Yes, uh, apparently he's going back to his singing gimmick, but... Whatevs! I mean, it is what it is. Uh, also, 
Bob, you want to give yourself a little plug real quick? Because we, we can talk a little bit about the tag team division on SmackDown sucking. But what is there left to say after your beautiful article? Yeah, if you look up for my article online on uh, idigitaltimes.com. I thought I, it was player.one. No, not yet. Uh, don't even get me started. Oh, uh, I will after the podcast. It is uh, just how miserable a division the SmackDown tag team division is right now. Um, it's bad. Because, like I said, with Mojo winning the Andre the Giant Rumble, it pretty much confirms that he's getting a singles push, which is going to kill the Hype Bros. And since the Vaude Villains are gone, there's mm-hmm. like two of the lower card. I mean, yeah, those guys aren't going to be walking away as champs, but the division is already pretty terrible. Right. The, that was the only belt that didn't have a match at mania. And the Usos just won it off of a lifeless AA title reign. Um, on the SmackDown before mania. And then they don't show up for the SmackDown after mania. And it's just like, can you make me care less about your division? Like I, I, I'm not trying to throw the wrestlers under the bus because they have certainly not been given time for, you know, and and they, they have been spending a lot of time with other feuds, especially the Miz Cena, Maurice, Nikki feud, mm-hmm. um, which oddly enough, they gave all. Here's the thing: I would be fine with the fact that the tag team division on SmackDown doesn't get as much time because a lot of the other stories are compelling and good. But they gave so much time to Nikki Bella, John Cena, Miz, and Maurice for a match that was throwaway, f- pretty much a yeah. great feud build up for nothing. I mean, it was almost f- for WWE to have their Cena does an engagement at the middle of WrestleMania moment. I know, but hopefully they can give the shake Usos some time. And yeah, so with the WWE with the shake up, the superstar shake up, the, shake it up. the two hot rumors are that both new day and end zone cast are coming to SmackDown oh, tag team scene, which if you need two people, two teams to, get more mic time and spotlights on your division, then yeah. the New Day and Edzone cast are the two teams to make your division feel more I just important. hope they don't make SmackDown three fucking hours. No, I doubt that'll happen. Can you look me in the eyes and say you couldn't see them doing it? Oh, they'll do it. They will do it in a heartbeat, Corey, but I doubt it'll happen. Um, oh, real quick, just before we get away from that, idigitaltimes.com, that's I-D-I-G-I-T-A-L- T-I-M-E-S.com. Search for Bob Feckety. Um, I would try to read this URL, but it's not easily easy they, to be read. They do their URLs real dumb. But if yeah, if you look up Bob Feckety, the author on iDigitalTimes.com, search by article. Uh, WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Division is terrible as the name is the headline. Um, the the link headline is the SmackDown Live Tag Team Division needs help. But when you click it, the actual headline is WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Division is terrible. Um, so cool article written by ours truly Bob here. Just want to give that plug one more time. Um, so it looks like Mauro Ronaldo is gone. 
Yeah, uh, he has removed all mention of WWE from his Twitter bio. He's deleted any tweets that recently mentioned WrestleMania. Uh, Things aren't looking good for our boy Mauro on the mic. Which is really sad because I remember he debuted a little before WrestleMania last year. A couple months before WrestleMania last year. Maybe Survivor Series-ish? A little before? And I just remember being like, oh, wow, like he's great. Like, I really want this guy to call a match at Mania. Um, and then he didn't get the opportunity last year, but then he wound up, you know, becoming the voice of SmackDown. Um, he's had a great run over on SmackDown. Uh, now, the unfortunate thing is, and I know that Bob and I talked a little about this on the WrestleMania show, which you haven't listened to. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and that's the reason we had to do the chip thing today. <laughs> Um, but we talked a little bit about Mauro Ronaro, and we didn't want to get into speculating and armchair quarterbacking on his mental health. That being said, a lot more has come out about the JBL thing to the point where I think it's worth mentioning that other people have come out to substantiate that he is kind of a bully backstage. Yeah, kind of seems to be an understatement. I mean, we weren't there, stories, so I don't want to. Stories but, have been piling out, you know. Right. Uh, Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts has been very public recently, and and Meltzer said that he's had like what fifteen to twenty quote Justin Roberts end quote who have approached him privately and told their JBL stories, and uh, you know he's hiding their identities because right. only Justin Roberts is public with it. Right. But uh this is a problem. Like and it seems to be like starting to get starting to get public, starting to get very mainstream, mm-hmm. very uh problematic and there's been there's always been stories about jbl being, being aggressive a dick. yeah i was I mean, gonna say aggressive but sure i mean he's the one who busted up blue meanie's face he's the one there's plenty of stories about him getting into beef and and feuds real life not kayfabe with other wrestlers backstage having heat with other wrestlers backstage and making like hazing yeah. freshmen hazing miz yeah like tons of people that he would just haze and like treat like shit uh he would take people to wrestlers court over which that's not us if you if you're a new listener and you're not super ingrained into the wrestling world because i actually have some friends who are like i'm gonna check out your podcast because you make wrestling sound fun uh if you don't know what that is that was a real fucking thing and undertaker was basically the judge Judge. dread yeah of the of that he made the decisions um but jbl would take people to wrestlers court where they would settle backstage heat and you know, there's always been talk about him being, like you said, kind of a dick. But this is just a, a, a different level. This is bullying just on-air talent. Yeah. This is this is just wagging your dick around for no other reason than to just show that you're there. And again, we weren't there, so we can't say beyond a reasonable doubt that he 100% did all this. But it doesn't look good. No. I mean, if there's more and more people coming out and being like, yes, yeah, especially a bully. for a company that so publicly is be a star against bullying, mm-hmm. like so publicly, so publicly is against bullying. And I mean, clearly Morrow's having some issues. That's why he's not there. We're not going to speculate anymore on his actual state of his mental health, but I mean, it's very possible that he's not there because JBL bullied him. It's, and, and it's if, true. And if all this other stuff is true, 
They got to do something. In the meantime, Tom Phillips did very good at WrestleMania. He was he a great. great job. Tom Phillips was the MVP of Mania Weekend between calling NXT oh, yeah. and jumping right into the middle of the booth for Mania. That like, was great. He did play-by-play. He, he, did, play. he did a really, really good job. As terrible as it is for Marwan all and as sad as I am about that, the silver lining of it is, is that Tom Phillips got killed it you know fucking killed it's it. like when the star quarterback goes down and you're the, on the backup on the bench and they put you in and you win the well, yeah game. it's like when drew bledsoe goes down and like yeah well let's we'll just throw in this guy called tom brady and there everyone's you go. like oh yeah let's try him out <laughs> apt apt little analogy there considering gronk was there hey oh, tying it all together with a big nice bow so jbl might be a bully we'll talk about that morrow plugged your thing oh saturday bailey announced that there's going to be a women's tournament much like the cruiserweight classic yes uh 32 women from 17 countries 17 countries um so that sounds like it's going to be a good time could be good cruiserweight was fantastic cruiserweight was great um maybe they'll uh, get somebody from like like uh, one of those Lucha companies. Uh, her page is there now. Hey, hey, uh, she might be pregnant, but probably not. That's also news. Alberto Del Rio said that they're having a baby. Yeah, Del Rio went on a drunken Periscope rant. Nice. Uh, said Paige can't wrestle until he says she can. And they, okay. they laughed that off as a joke. And then that's when he said that she was pregnant, which they also kind of laughed off as a joke. So who knows? Who I don't fucking want, knows? But this is also the man who said they were going to get married like two Wednesdays ago. And now he's saying they're going to get married in June. Sure. So who knows, man? The whole Alberta El Patron and Paige. it's a it's a fucking saga and a half. It's crazy. Uh so yeah, we talked about the shake up. It's gonna be a two night event. That's gonna be fun. Anybody you're uh, they're saying AJ Styles is going to Raw. And I really don't mad. want to, especially since AJ came out on smackdown and cut a great promo and like shook hands with a with a chain and was like this is the house that i built like i want to stay here like so if they switch him that would suck uh i could see rollins coming over because i mean in 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 kayfabe rollins and Sami Zayn are both hated by stephanie and i could see her taking this opportunity to dump them sure um, which Shay, uh, Vince said she's going to be out of action for a little while. So, which is why he announced Kurt was because he was like, Stephanie went to that table. Yeah. We didn't even mention that Stephanie going through a table got, I can't tell if it was a, a good pop or a better pop than it should have gotten. <laughs> Do you feel me? Yeah. Like, how is it that, she, that two years in a row, they've done violence against women pops. I mean, I mean, I understand violence against Stephanie pops. Are you saying Stephanie's not a human being? Are you saying that Stephanie's are subhuman? All of our Stephanie's who listen, which by the way is zero. No, I'm just saying Stephanie McMahon is just a fucking bitch to her employees. Oh, so she deserves physical violence. No, this is wrestling. God damn it. She's being a bitch and she deserves to be hit is what Bob is saying on the record. What I'm saying is that all women are terrible and deserve violence. To quote my one true mentor, John Lajoie, women are stupid and I don't respect them. That's right. I just have sex with them. Show me your genitals. Your genitals. Show me your genitals. Your genitalia. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on. <laughs> we, we just don't even have the time to, to unpack any of that. Um, 
Yeah, we were talking a little bit before the show about lighting issues and seat issues at Mania. Surprise, surprise. They put too much goddamn shit in an arena and there's people who can't fucking see. Yeah, I guess they like did uh, you know, a whole line of spotlights around the ring that pointed out into the crowd because and so there's just like a ton of people in the in the arena that are just like well i can't see because i have this orange or blue light in my fucking eyes the whole show and they can't move me to somewhere else because a it's sold out and b wherever they'd move me i'd have a light in my fucking eyes <laughs> yeah it, i've heard i heard a lot of people complain about that also again some people complaining that that sweet looking ring above the ring obstructed views oh yeah from people up in like the top seats every single person who it wasn't into wrestling who came over to your house was like when are they gonna wrestle in the ring above the ring yeah it would have been like, it would have been funny it would have been like guys they aren't they that's for show can't it's a no <laughs> it's just a set piece like they also it, aren't gonna go on that roller coaster because that's just scaffolding although i did i did before i saw what the roller coaster on the stage was gonna look like based on the rumor of there being a roller coaster on the stage you thought it was gonna be some kind of rideable nonsense yeah and also i thought that shane was gonna jump off it remember i predicted that <laughs> did predict and then when i saw that it was like goddamn like six stories high i was just like oh I don't think he's going to jump off that. <laughs> and it was like outside of the arena. Yeah. I, I felt if I, I felt a fool, I should have never predicted something that I couldn't actually know what it was going to be for next year. You I know. were ballsy and I appreciate it. Thank you. Just like Shane would be. Um, did you see Goldberg's speech on the raw after show on the network? No. So immediately after raw, they cut to the raw WWE talk. network for raw talk. But before raw talk, raw, raw was still going on. So I switched over and I actually called con and I was like, are you watching what's going on? He's like, no, I turned it off. I was like, turn on raw talk. Cause raw still happening. And oh, like, they started at 11. Yeah. And like, the show 11. of course goes to like 11, 15. No, no, no. But like, so after USA cut, I me- I already had the network going. So uh-huh. I just switched the input on my TV and there was just it was just Finn and Seth Walker high five people hanging out, and it was still Michael Cole and Michael Cole was like you're you're here on Raw continuing on the WWE network and I was just like what I was like what's happening right now and they're like in just a minute we're gonna go to Renee and Jerry the King Lawler for Raw talk but first the show continues and then I was like what I was like do you want now <laughs> I was like this is entirely too much and then uh, and then Goldberg's music hit. And so Goldberg came out and gave a really impassioned speech about how he, this is it. Like, he's like, look, I came here to do this. He brought his son in the ring, gave this speech. I was getting teary about it. It was a great speech. But then at the end of it, he was like, you know, I just want to say one more thing. He turned his mic off and set it down and was like getting out of the ring with his son and then stopped and got back in the ring and picked up the mic to say something, but it was already turned off. Mm -hmm. So he tapped it and it was still off and he just yelled, come on guys, turn it back on. And so they did. And he picked it up and he was just like, I just wanted to say one more thing. You know, my time may be done here in WWE. And he like raised an eyebrow. I was like, but Bill Goldberg never says never. And then he dropped the mic and walked out. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, okay. So he's like, 
I'm going to go evaluate how I feel now. And then maybe I'll come back for one more spot somewhere down the line. Uh-huh. But it was a cool speech. Uh, and then uh, the last piece of news that I have here is that WWE is helping Rebby and the Hardys with their lawsuit. I heard that they're officially not that they don't want to get entwined with it. What they said was, is that they are not a member of the lawsuit. They're not a participant in the lawsuit. It is not the Hardys and WWE versus impact, uh-huh. but they did say that as signed as signed, uh, I forget the word that they said as signed members of the WWE family yeah. who are under contract. They said, of course, the full array of legal services at WWE's uh, fingertips would be made fully accessible uh, by Rebby so and get their lawyers. There you go. So even though WWE is not in the lawsuit, mm-hmm. basically they're like all the money and legal power you need to win your brand will give you because then as soon as they win, they're going they, like they can use it because they yeah. have already in their contract. Of course, I've also seen a plenty of arguments where it's really smart that they haven't immediately just started doing the broken stuff out sure. and out because it eases people into it. Yeah. If, if, if you are one of the many, many, many millions of people who don't give a fuck about TNA and millions, <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to be lost as shit. That's true. Cause yeah, we get it, but does every single person in fucking Green Bay who fills a stadium no. for a raw gonna know what deleting and Vanguard one and Maxel and fucking Senior Benjamin is? Oh man, Maxel and Senior no, Benjamin. They're gonna be like, the fuck did I sign up for? I signed up for fucking Sheamus and Cesaro and Enzo and Cass. What is this bullshit? That is fair. Also, one more fun thing is is uh. So apparently WWE made an like somebody who was not authorized to make an official comment, made a statement and said one more thing. Uh, If the lawsuit continues, they said they, that this person who again, not authorized to make this comment, but made it uh, said, it's interesting to note that while WWE is not currently involved in the litigation, putting the Hardy's impact wrestling, that impact wrestling used the the term and gimmick the enigmatic 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 thank you my mouth is still fucked up from that chip enigmat enigmatic 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 <laughs> bradmatics <laughs> the enigmatic why can't i do the word enigmatic enigmatic there it is oh my god Anyway, the Hardy, uh, Jeff Hardy's enigmat- enigmatic <laughs> one, the enigmatic charisma, whatever. Oh. What was his fucking, his, his, the, the name, the moniker? It was, it was fucking, God, I am so fucked up from that stupid chip. Uh, it's okay, buddy. We all have her excuses. Oh, really, bro? <laughs> also, by the way, all of the recaps I'm finding say that that was not an intercontinental title match and that Dean Ambrose is still the champ which I feel very confident that that was not an intercontinental match and maybe 
they did some kind of because Corbin won, yes, but maybe they you're seeing some kind of thing where he grabbed the belt and held it up and was like, "I'm coming for it." But sure, that's all. Possible. All signs are pointing to Ambrose still being the anyway, IC champ. Finishing my point, his it, it was the charismatic enigma. The charismatic enigma. That's what I that maybe that's why I was fucking it up because I was fucking it up from the start. But they used uh, Impact used the charismatic enigma gimmick. That was built for Jeff in WWE before he left. <gasps> so somebody was saying that if if TNA wants to keep going, right? If you want, do you, if you really want to poke that bull, that bull is horns. Oh, I like it. Let's just end the show right there. Cut. Oh no, I have to do the outro anyway. I think that's all the wrestling. Let's news wrap this, this shit. Show. Yeah, dude. We've we've had a long day. We you started have, eating that chip. You have chips to ago. listen to. Um. Quick little side note. I'm going to try to put the chip thing at the end of this, uh-huh. but if it winds up being too, too long, long and it won't export, that's why WrestleMania Sunday's episode was put up on Sunday as opposed to Saturday was because it was so long. I was having problems exporting. So long. If, if it's too long, I'll put that up separately. Separate. But I'm going to try to put it up right now at the end of this episode. Right a- now. After the music. After the music. So anyway. Uh, Stick around. For... for Bob Faggity, I'm Corey Poindexter. You can follow Bob at Bob Faggity on Twitter. For me, at CB Poindexter. Both of us, at Small Package P-O-D. That's P-O-D for podcast. Facebook.com backslash Small Package P-O-D. And uh, uh, smallpackage.podbean.com if you're not listening on iTunes or your favorite podcast place. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of Small Package. Small it's going to be episode big number four zero. Do this. This time it's for fun. Hey, we're speeding, so now... <laughs> Officially, we're at the part where people will hear this on the podcast part. All right, let's do this. Sound I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna open the right. bag. Bob is opening the packy chip. Hey, everybody on the podcast who's not watching this on Facebook Live, welcome to Small Package Show, episode thirty-nine. Uh, got these shotgun mics set up. This, this could be stale. A little bit. You may want to like. Rinse her hands. Oh my fucking god. Oh no. Hazardous. Just put it in the coffin. Put it in the coffin. Put it in the coffin. Oh my god. Bob. I'm gonna give you some good news. What's the good news? This is so this feels less coated than the one I ate. <laughs> a little like bit. The, the one that I ate felt like the the powder on it was a should lot we, more. Should dense. we use like something to break this up evenly, like a knife? Like a butter knife? I mean uh, do you or want to just, just crack it? You can crack it. I'll just you, crack if you've got the skills to pay the bills. Hi, everybody watching at home. If, if there's a bigger piece you're getting it, you lost. That's pretty fair. <laughs> oh, fuck. They're even. Ah, oh, damn it, Bob. I was hoping that you'd split one unevenly. Uh, all right. Well, here, let's. You've already got it on your hand. Just, I'll, to, I'll, I'll just set it. it. Just set it down for a second. Okay. Let's get, get that little guy. Throw him in the trash so that I don't accidentally get ghost pepper feet. Carolina Reaper feet. Hey, everybody.
Want to lick my fingers? No, I do not. Do you just go? You should here. You should just yeah. not touch anything, and you should go fucking. In fact, Bob, you may want to grab us like a utensil to like eat this with. You got, Wash. You got uh, 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 chopsticks. We do have chopsticks. This is ridiculous, guys. Uh, I'm talking extra loud. This is louder than I usually am on the podcast that you can hear us on Facebook Live. Uh, everyone who's listening on the podcast, you can go over to facebook.com backslash small package POD. That's POD for podcast. And uh, Facebook usually archives these things. I mean, uh, we have all the video from our Evolve shows that we went to. We got some uh, slices of bread here. I read online that, oh, God, no. One of the pieces of bread just touched the chip. It's trash. <laughs> It's trash. Uh, we're down to three slices of bread. I got yeah, some. I think we can hold them on ice, ice cream, packets of sugar. I heard that helps. That's not good for my diabetes, but fuck. Okay, dogs. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Okay, just give me just a fucking second. Okay, dude. No, 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 no. no. Are you going first? Are you? Wait, no. Wait, I thought we were doing this together. Don't just go for it. I'm, don't. Don't just. That is. That is. That is the big. <laughs> That's the big guy upstairs being like, Bob, you wait your fucking turn. <laughs> Let's scoot in a little bit more just to make sure that we're all on camera here Let's for just, this. Uh, just, just do it, dude. Fuck. Okay, hold on. Real quick for the podcast. Take so, a deep t- breath so today do we're it. doing talking WrestleMania, talking uh, SmackDown, not SmackDown, Raw, NXE, fuck. Okay, let's just, all right, here we go, everybody. Uh, if you're watching live, I love you all. Good night and good luck. Cheers. Uh, am I really going to get through this episode if I do this? We'll see. <laughs> oh, you, buddy. I took three Tums preventively. Preventatively. Oh, my hand is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a little stale. There's some heat. There's some definite heat. Yep. There's some immediate... Definite heat. There is some uh, mm-hmm. immediate. It's stuck in my teeth. Yeah. There's some immediate, um, definite Ooh. heat from the hashtag one chip challenge mm-hmm. from Pocky. Um, every breath hurts. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Bread. Uh-huh. The, the worst part is that the heat doesn't die down. It doesn't? It'll stay like this for probably five minutes. Oh, that was an attractive on Facebook Live. Mm. Why did we open the show with this? I'm dumb. I told you. Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, shit! That is hot. Alright, stay calm. Stay cool. Keep a level head. My nose feels like it's bleeding. I heard the packet of sugar thing is next. Okay. You, you researched this. He researched this a lot. How to kill heat in your mouth. It's not working. Oh! <laughs> Bob Talk Wrestling. Okay, so... uh So obviously, this past weekend was WrestleMania, and um, we had a whole weekend full of events. There was uh, the Hall of Fame that started Dude. Friday night, and then there was uh, 
the, uh, the sugar and then the milk help for a second and it's just right back to full strength. <laughs> It'll die down, don't worry. My nose is, I need to get a tissue. My nose is fucking running now. Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, let's just start with WrestleMania. Cause that's obviously the, the biggest thing that we got. Um, first event was the cruiserweights, which was Neville versus Austin Aries, which Neville won. I thought it was a great match. Uh, Corey probably agrees with me. Um, however, disappointing to see it on the uh, pre-show. Talked a bit about that on the last (laughs) podcast episode. But, uh, (laughs) I told you, but, uh, you know, um, yeah, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a really fun match. You know, um, honestly, a a good way to get the, get the whole show started because it's, uh, high flying and fun. This was a bad idea. Uh, Oh, this was such a bad idea. Can I have a little corner of that? Thanks. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, uh, um, uh, fucking, uh, Neville won. Retain. Have some ice cream, dude. It was a good match. This is... I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the people listening to this, because at least the people watching have, have something funny. <laughs> people listening. Well, um, if the people who bother to listen to the podcast just go to our Facebook page and sync up it. with the video. Oh fuck, dude! Fuck, dude! <laughs> keep, keep it going. Keep All right. Going. So then, the next match was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Which, um, Gronk. popular opinion, had Braun Strowman or um, Big Show winning. Um, however, Look, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to the people. I've, I'm so sorry to the people at home who are either watching or listening to this. I can't feel my mouth. Every breath hurts. Every time it goes down a little, it just roars back up like mm-hmm. a fire that won't die. Mm-hmm. Show the box, the, the lid, the opening lid. They make good chips. <laughs> they make very good potato or tortilla chips, like the normal ones. Like salsa mm-hmm. is amazing. Do not fucking do this one chip challenge. It will kill you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, Stroman Big Show uh, were the popular. Winners, but um, they both got eliminated very early in the match. Very, um, v- very. Pretty early. much, uh, they came out. They both threw some dudes over the rope. You stopping it? No, I'm not. I'm not stopping it. I'm just realizing I can't use my handheld mic, so I've got to turn like the shotgun mic up in the mix 
or no one's gonna fucking hear me. Oh my god. Um. Oh my god. But yeah, so they they both came out. They both threw over some dudes. Strowman actually got the most eliminations in the entire match. Fuck you! Before. How are you so cool through this? <laughs> you had as much chip as I did. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Oh my god, this was so fucking stupid. <laughs> Can I? I can only say a couple words before I have to take another sip because air fucking hurts. <laughs> this was so fucking dumb. Why did I say we should do it at the opening of the podcast? And why did you say okay? I told you no. I don't know how many times I told you it's a bad idea. Well, you didn't say no. You said it's a bad idea. <laughs> you never said no. Because I said it'd be more entertaining. I was like, why close the show? Why close the podcast with this? I can't. I fucking. Oh my god. How long until it fucking stops? How long until this fucking stops, dude? I'm fucking serious, bro. Like, I'm still recording right now. This may get edited out of the fucking show. This on Facebook Live forever, but. How long until this stops? My ears are ringing. Like, it's fucking bad. Yeah, I know. I know it happens. Oh my god, dude. Honestly, it's almost as bad as the first time I dislocated my knee. I get hurt. <laughs> I told you it would. I'm sorry. Oh my I, I god. Gave, I, 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 I gave you very proper warning. When you do the one chip challenge, oh my god. Oh my god. It's getting worse now. It's like it's angry that I tried to stop it. And so, oh my god. Okay, so this chip is so fucking hot. Let's pause the wrestling for a second. Like, describe the chip we just ate. I mean, it's it's your typical tortilla chip. It's something that you'd get from, like, uh, out of a Doritos bag. However, it uh, is coated in a Carolina Reaper powder. It has ghost pepper in it, too, doesn't it? No, just Carolina just, Reaper. Oh, okay. okay. But... Carolina Reaper is, for those who don't know, hotter than the ghost pepper. It is... By uh, magnitudes. It is a, a beast of a oh. thing. Uh, I've already I've already eaten one of these chips, work, right? so I knew uh, what I was getting into here. Get Corey, him with the plug. Corey had no idea. He, uh... I asked him what the hottest uh, wing sauce he has had from Buffalo Wild Wings, and he hadn't even had Blazin, which Blazin is like ketchup compared to this. So it it fucking it hurts, physically hurts very badly, very badly. I'm in a lot of pain right now. My whole fucking I'm trying not to spill milk on my shotgun mic. Get that sweet milk fully. You're gonna you're gonna go through that entire that entire uh, was that a half gallon? Half gallon. Do the half gallon challenge. I might throw uh, up. There's like I, I mean not I, I'm I'm doing everything like if I do that I'm gonna do it off camera. I'm not gonna vomit on Facebook Live. Uh huh. But we do. Well, have, that's always polite to our viewers out there. We do have our trash cans ready. I'm um, fine. I'm fine. I made it. We. Uh, how are you so cool right now? It still hurts so bad. It still hurts so bad. I don't know. How long have we been recording? Um, 13 minutes? Yeah. This is going to be the first 13 minutes of our podcast? That's unentertaining. 
We've gotten into like no wrestling. Hey, I'm trying to get through the Andre the Giant belt. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Okay. I just am so mad that you lost predictions. I did yep. this with you, and then you're just like, yeah, it's hot, but I've been here before, and I'm dying. I won! <laughs> I fucking won this one, dude! <laughs> Bob, in a couple in a couple minutes, Bob is going to be like, oh, hey, surprise, I gave you the ghost pepper chip. I just ate a Cool Ranch Dorito. Yeah, because it's not like you didn't see me break it in half in front of you. I'm anything. just trolling, I know. <sighs> I just, I'm just mad that you have a higher tolerance for this than me. By, like, a lot. I have a higher tolerance than most everyone I know. For hot foods. Literally, I can only think of two people currently, and a third back in her prime, who could have a higher tolerance. Mm, higher tolerance than me. Doing all right? Oh yeah, I'm fine. You're sweaty, but not nearly as sweaty as I feel I like I am. On my spit. Ah. The bread thing, real quick. Bread didn't help at all. No. No. Yeah. Uh, the sugar did. Sugar packet definitely helped, but sugar was like not actually. Oh my god, it's still so hot. <laughs> the sugar is not like a. It will. It's it's like a, it immediately makes it not hot, mm-hmm. but then within a couple seconds is over. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't provide any like longer relief. The milk does. The milk and ice cream provide relief for a more like double or triple the time as the sugar, but not as effectively as the sugar. But I don't want to get my sugar all jacked up by just con- continually putting sugar in my mouth. Mm-hmm. This episode's weird. Episode thirty nine of the hashtag One Chip Challenge is weird. <laughs> Maybe not the best one for new listeners. Not for new listeners. Do not. This is like. This is a deep cut. This is a deep (laughs) cut. Yeah. (laughs) I found my smile again. Thank you, Bob. Oh, Christ, dude. You coming back down? Coming back down to earth? My ears are still ringing. Uh Uh-huh. Which is not particularly. That'll go on for another 20 minutes. Fuck. It's the heat is starting to subside. Um. Hi, Facebook Live. I'm Corey's I'm, back. I'm back. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let's let's see how Corey's doing. Oh, okay. Is there anybody watching live or any comments? Um, Nick commented way back when. Who? Nick Digmuller. Nick Digmuller. Yeah. Uh, he told you to eat the chip, and then Dermot said, "Finally," and then. Lauren and Kayla talked. They said, eat the ice cream and don't puke on my couch. Don't puke on my couch. We still have three viewers, though. Hi, viewers. Hi, three, three I, viewers. Corey's... No way to know who it is right now unless they comment, but... Corey, uh, he made it. I'm alive. Um, I still might throw up at any... <laughs> like, I, like, the heat is starting to subside. Now the copious amount of milk and ice cream that I fucking poured into myself is starting to really affect me i ate three fucking tums preemptively before doing this and i just want to see this real quick and then this guy bob hey he's just fine everything's just fine let me see that uh let me see that pocky lid again shout out to pocky chips they are fucking delicious uh 
They, they have, Except for this one. This one's not delicious. Do not do this one. Deadly heat is not a fucking joke, dudes. Um, the hashtag one chip challenge, it says it on the back of the box, but I'm not fucking with the back of the box. There's dust in that. Um, but yeah, the Baki. Oh, there it is. The one chip challenge. You can also look at my gear and board game shelf. Uh, Baki chip sent Bob this for work. Is that right? Just make sure that there's no chip dust getting everywhere because I don't want to accidentally touch some of this and get it in my eyes. Yeah, no. It should be um, contained. But, uh, Bob, you got sent some of these for work, right? Yeah. And uh, you had you got two of them from Pocky along with a shit ton of their more delicious chips like mm-hmm. the Salsa Verde. Salsa Verde is A+. Plus. Uh, sea salt was really good. A little plain, but very good. It's a good dipping chip. The sea salt one? I didn't have that one. Oh, they have like a they have like a just a plain tortilla chip one mm-hmm. that sa- says like sea salt on it. I've had that. It's very good for like dipping into salsas. Their nacho chip cheese is good. Their go their ghost pepper comes in the full size bag, but that one will still kick you in the mouth hot. Yeah, I had one of those and I was like, I'm done after one. People are starting to tune out. There's still two live viewers. But I don't I don't know who you are. Comment. Tell us who you are. People <laughs> Kayla is glad that I am still alive. I like that comment. I'm not going to like that she said, don't puke on our couch. That's mean. It's also helpful advice. Yeah, but it's, I'm not the one who would puke on a couch. I'm the last person who would puke on this couch. <laughs> All right, so here's the dealio. Let's just end the Facebook so, vid. Uh, uh, this is Corey Boy next year. We're going to go ahead in just a minute here and, and end this Facebook Live video. I'm still fucking dying. Um, as you can probably see, I'm very sweaty. Bob is still sweaty. Look at that. I'm sweaty. I'm sweaty too. Uh, so if you're just tuning in, uh, this video is going to archive in about a cu- like it usually takes like three minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then you can come back and and watch us eat this stupid fucking hot potato chip tortilla chip. My bad. Whatever. I can't even think right now. My mouth is still on fucking fire, dude. It's not as bad as it was, but it's still bad. And how long has this been going? Fifteen, twenty, not twenty. Twenty. It's been 20 already. It's been 20 fucking minutes and my mouth is still on fire. <laughs> my ears are still ringing. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning into the, the Facebook live. Uh, and like I said, you can go back and rewatch it in just a minute here. And uh, thank you so much. And we're going to go record our podcast now. Make sure to listen to us. You can find us on podbean.com backslash small package or small package.podbean.com or on iTunes. And uh, catch you guys later. See you. This was so fucking dumb, dude.